0: the copy on your product page actually matters a lot. Talking about what the product is made out of, uh, where does it come from, um, what exactly is it? Use words that describe the product really, really well.
1: Hello and welcome to the Optimized Store Owner Show, a podcast that helps frustrated store owners become optimized store owners. We are your hosts, Aaron.
0: And Christian. We want to invite you to join us each week as we share tips, tactics, and strategies from the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the e-commerce industry. This podcast will help you add flexibility, stability, and happiness into your life. Ready? Let's go. Hola, everyone. Welcome to the show. Have you ever wondered what numbers do you really need to pay attention to on your online store analytics? Well, we have the answer for you. In this episode, we're going to learn these three things and more. The only number that matters in your online store. We'll go over industry averages and the goal you should be striving for. And we're going to give you five plus ways to increase this number on your online store let's get into it yeah so the only number that matters in your online store nobody knows what it is nobody Um, it's the elusive number Uh, it's actually a percentage right it is a percentage it is a percentage um and it's something that um i would say a lot of store owners maybe don't pay attention too much to it um they may be looking at some other metrics um Right, but total traffic, total or traffic,
1: customer return yeah. rate, th- those numbers, right? Those are the import. Those are numbers
0: they're sales, on. Sales, right? Yeah, just total amount of sales is something that um, they would probably be looking at too. Um, but for some reason, they ignore this this elusive percentage, um, which actually, if you have a Shopify store, uh, this is this number is at the very top uh, on on your dashboard, right, on the in the analytics. So it's something that at least Shopify is need to pay attention to this number it's important because it's very important yeah so yeah we're going to talk about why it's important um what actually is it but we're going to talk about industry averages um and how to make it better um because it's something that every single store owner needs to be working towards um because otherwise everything else is just useless everything else that you're doing right for for your store uh, it's useless yeah And before we actually say
1: what that number is, right, I'm not trying to build up so much anticipation here. Well, we, we should actually just stay on the episode, but the, I guess maybe if you're listening to this, you may be uh, guilty of this, which is that you're focused on Facebook ads, Instagram ads, email marketing, SMS marketing, live selling. Like these are all fun. Um, They're the things that like you do uh, because it's really fun and interesting and you want to learn about them, like the, the advertising side, all of those things. This number and this work is technically like unsexy, but the unsexy is what's going to take you to that next level. And honestly, if you don't know this number, um, which you should, right? It's a very easy number. Thanks, Shopify. But if you don't know this number and you don't know how to improve it, then all of those other things are basically like a leaking bucket, right? You have a really nice bucket, uh, but the problem is there's a ton of of holes in it. So what I say here, preface before we get into this, is that um, anything that you're doing, uh, like I said, whether it be ads, email, anything like that, none of that really matters if this number is bad. Because if it's bad, then you've w- you're wasting a lot of money and probably not profitable, especially with all the changes that are happening in privacy right now where costs have gone up. It's, you know, depending on when you're listening to this, it's fourth quarter. So really, really important number. So I'll let you kind of pull back the the veil, Christian.
0: What What is this number here? Drum roll. Uh, the number that we're talking about is what is a conversion rate? <laughs> that was like a, what is that TV show? Uh, Jeopardy. Jeopardy, yeah. What, what, is yeah. What, is, what is a conversion rate? It's a conversion rate? Yeah, so the number that we're talking about is the conversion rate. Um, I feel like it's maybe used online interchangeably with conversion rate optimization, like CRO. Um, but to me, I mean, conversion rate is the actual number. Conversion rate optimization is what you do to improve that number. Am I?
1: Yes. Right, okay, yeah. Yes, okay. yes. Which um, we're
0: going to talk about both. Yeah. So the conversion rate, what is it exactly? So very simple terms, it's the number of conversions divided by the total number of visitors to your store. Um, so yeah, like like Aaron was saying, if you don't know how to calculate that, that's how you calculate it. Pretty easy, but I would say, I mean, like I said, Shopify does give you that number, plain and simple. gives you gives this to you as a, as a percentage. Um, and I would argue that almost every platform that you're using, BigCommerce or anything else, um, WooCommerce, they give you that number uh, pretty easily um, where you can also run it by, you know, week, month, year to date, et cetera. Um, and we'll give you that that number.
1: All right. So we talked, and let's, uh, now that we know the number, right? And if you're pulling up your dashboard or whatever and you want to check it out later or uh, pull up this episode again and listen to it. Uh, Let's talk about why it is so important. Um, like, so there's there's a lot of different numbers in there, and we, I think we did talk about why it's it's important here. So let's um, let's jump into like, how do I know if it's good or bad, right? So what are like averages, and then um, I think we can speak to a little bit of like what our customers are, right? Which most of them are apparel clothing boutiques. We'll talk about their numbers and where they're at. Uh, but let's, if we can, let's go through some conversion rates. Like, I think you have some examples, Christian, of like uh, what's some industry average? What's what give us some details behind that? We'll give a
0: Yeah. So, um, I would say that from what I was looking into, on the very low end, an e commerce store will probably have something close to a 2%. Um, and that would, I would argue that if you are right now lower than 2%, you need to make some drastic changes uh, to your website in order to to optimize that and make it better. Um, what the average really is for e-commerce is around 3%. Um, and anything higher than 3%, ideally, you probably want to be around 5 maybe higher. But that's your sweet spot. If you can get your website to a 5% uh, conversion rate, you're doing really, really well. Um, but yeah, I would say the, the average, and probably a lot of you listening right now will go to your website, you check your conversion rate and you'll probably see something around two to 3% um, being displayed right there. Um, But there's a lot that you can do in order to increase it to, to that 5%.
1: Yeah. And like uh, each industry is a little bit different, right? So that's just e-commerce as a whole, Shopify as a whole like, so each industry is a little bit different. The higher the price point, obviously the lower the conversion rate because you got longer buying cycles. Uh, But also there's, we're going to talk about things you can do to improve it, but, most, like I said, most of the people we work with are apparel, or clothing boutiques, and they are like a lot. Of, most of them that we see whenever we first start working with them are around that. I would say one and a half. Um, if we're lucky, get them there at two percent because uh, there's just a lot of people who add to cart and they abandon. That's just the way that some people shop. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well, they want to see the the total price, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's it going to cost me with shipping and all this stuff? Um, and that's what a lot of people do, and that it messes with your yeah with your conversion rate number.
1: Yeah, and a, an interesting number is that three out of four people will never come back to your site. So if you never get an email address, if you never um, install anything to like help with that card abandonment, if you don't do anything, then those people just bounce off, which does lower your conversion rate. Um, so anyway, that that's a, the number is um, kind of arbitrary, right? So it doesn't. Those are kind of numbers to shoot for. Um, you got to start where you're at right now and then improve them, which we're going to talk about. That's what this episode is about. The number is the important part, right? That's that's 50% of the episode. The other part is like, how do you improve that number? And so we have a couple of things to, to help with this. Um, and I think Christian will kind of lay them out. And then I, I want to break down like more specifically some things that we've done for for clients and kind of where they're at, um, total sales, and then like what we've implemented over time and how they've increased or decreased or anything like that.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I think, yeah, looking at the conversion rate, it's a, you, you need to, Essentially, take a step back and look at your whole website. Um, it's not just things to do you know, at the checkout. It's not things to do on the homepage. It's not things just to do on the product page. It's a it's a effort that you have to do throughout your whole website um, in order to increase that conversion. Rate. So what we're saying is that people are going to your website. Uh, they may be, yeah, like Aaron is saying, adding things to the cart. Or it may be that they're going to your website and they don't know where to go or they can't find the products that they're looking for. Or... I mean, there could be a million reasons why they're going to your website and they're not converting. Your prices may be too high for the people that you're targeting. Um, so th- there's a lot of different things to, to look into, but general guidance or, or rules uh, to follow are some of the things that we're going to talk about right now where, it, yeah, if, if you're in that one and a half two percent 2% and you want to get better, these are all things that you should be doing on a regular basis in order to get your website to, to be better. The conversion rate
1: yeah and i will say that as you drive more traffic that store conversion rate will dip right this is a constant improvement it's not a you do it once i would say like you do this monthly right and we honestly yeah we do have this so uh, if you're interested we have a online store audit checklist of things that you should be doing monthly to continuously improve now this is not for somebody who's like well you know, I make $500 per month and I'm, I'm happy with this. This is for somebody who wants to grow and scale, whether you're doing $5,000 a day or $50,000 a day, it does not matter. You have to be continuously improving your conversion rate. we'll talk about it a little bit more here in a, in a second. But if you want that, uh, there will be a link in the show notes. I don't know if we have a direct link yet because it's internal for us, but we will put a show note link for you guys to download that checklist to do every single month to continuously get better. Because that's that's the big thing is you can't just do this one time, uh, listen to this episode one time and just be like, all right, uh, this is my long-term play. Now, it could work that way, but most of the time it isn't. Um, these are tried and true long-term principles here for the, for the site. Um, and number one, to me, uh, I don't know if we're going to weigh these or not as far as what's most important, but if you just do this thing alone, it's going to help out a lot, which is having high-quality images. And I say avoid as much stock images as possible if you can, but having high quality images, right? A close shot, a far away shot, some kind of lifestyle photo, a detailed shot of the product. um, Those are gonna be, and as long as they're high quality, that's gonna help somebody make the buying decision Um, because in store, you get to do that, right? You can't see us necessarily, but I'm like, okay, I can feel this shirt. I tried it on. I can go to the dressing room. If you don't get that on, you don't get that online. So you have to like basically over deliver on the product photography to get somebody to push them over the edge on that buy, on that buying cycle,
0: yeah, I think that with with the high quality images, I wanted to make it more of a, a three punch combo where we're looking more into the product page, right? So if people are not converting, um, maybe they're not necessarily understanding your product correctly. So one, yeah, having those high quality images on your product page. Two, I would say ninety percent of the the shopify themes now support me other media for your products so you can do videos for your products as well so you could definitely do just a quick video 15 seconds just twirling around showing your product um, showing how it stretches whatever it may be and into that product page and then third the copy on your product page actually matters a lot right talking about what the product is made out of how do you take care of this product uh, where does it come from um, what exactly is it use you know words that describe the product really, really well. Um, All these things, you may think that it doesn't really help that much, but it helps tremendously to make that purchase decision or that buying decision. Um, You need to, in the product page, you need to answer all the questions that that person looking at that product is going to have.
1: Mm -hmm. Some of the best that I've seen, right, and just go look at the bigger retail. So there's Nordstrom, H&M, Nike, whatever. Most of them do a very good job of, in the product description, using an adjective to describe something, right? So where would you wear this new dress? Where would you wear this new t-shirt? Where would I wear this new jacket? Uh, so that they can see themselves, right? So it's great product photography. And they're like, oh, you would wear this to a wedding. Oh, well, cool. I'm getting ready to go to a wedding. I'm going to buy this. It increases that conversion rate. And you're probably thinking like, I got to do this for every product. And it's like, yes. And and let we'll do some numbers analysis here in a second and tell you why. But let's just, actually, let's just do it, right? That's so if, you, if you're making $10,000 a day and you have a 1% conversion rate, very simple math will tell you that you double sales by moving it to 2%. Changing product descriptions, um, high quality photos, that will likely move you up a half percent to a full percent, just going from one to two percent there. Um, even two to two and a half percent, like I said. But yeah, going $10,000 a day or even $10,000 a month, you almost double sales by just improving the conversion rate. And that is way cheaper than Facebook ads, Instagram ads, even email marketing. You do those things, you're gonna have a much more successful brand, and then you can focus on driving the traffic, which is another pillar, there's another conversation, but uh, you've gotta have this one first, right? It is that foundation, it's the part that most people miss. So I really, really wanna reiterate that. Hey owners, are you ready to grow and scale your online business predictably and profitably? We've created a free 15-minute training that will walk you through the five key areas every online store needs to achieve financial success. You can grab the free training by going to optimizedstoreownercom forward slash ecom training or clicking the link below in the podcast description. Again, that is optimizedstoreownercom forward slash ecom training.
0: And also part of the product page is also more so than just a description and, and, And using those adjectives to describe the product is also more on the technical side of things, right? Um, So we've seen uh, higher conversions when we include the model size information. So whatever sizing that they're using, Um, also any technical details about how to take care of the product um, and and size dimensions, like very specific details, size dimensions of of products. Um, All those things will help you, um, like I said, answer any question that your product, your client may have or your customer may have about uh, your products on your page. Secondly, you need a fast website. No matter what, no matter how you paint it, you need to make sure you have a fast website. Um, one of the best things that you can do for your website is, I mean, we talked about high quality images, but high quality images that are not insanely huge, um, you know, dimension wise or, or size wise, weight wise, um, is what we really want. So there are a couple apps out there, but in the same vein as as having a fast website, you also don't want a bunch of apps on your on your site um what was it did, did we ever hear from what was the average um I don't think that he ever told us we had another episode where um we asked uh, what, what was the average amount of apps but I think he gave us just a very broad answer um uh, where he's they've seen stores with up to seventy five different apps um added to to a website. I mean, and that's that's just insane. If you think about um, all these apps or or different things that uh, your website has to go and request information from other servers and other places. So um, having a lot of apps on on the back end of your store is definitely something that's going to slow down your website tremendously. So it's something to look into. All right, and then the second biggest thing that you want for a fast website is Images that are not gonna break down the load time on on your site. So, typically, that's what we see. We see a lot of apps and then images that are so big that they just take a long time to load on your website. So, when it comes to those type of images, general rule of thumb is 200 kilobytes per image. Um, like I said, 200 kilobytes per image. The actual size of if it's a thousand pixels by two thousand pixels, that doesn't matter as much as the actual weight of the image. So, 200 kilobytes is the number that we're looking at.
1: Awesome. And I'd uh, hate to put you on the spot. We may be able to figure it out, but are there any apps that you would suggest or sites that you would suggest? That's
0: where it's a, what is it, a catch-22 where um, you do, you could add an app, right? But this is something that I would highly recommend that you do before you start uploading images to to your website. Got it. So there is a site, uh, I always just Google it, but it's bulk resize photos or something like that and it's it's free you just dump all your images in there and then you can actually specify i want them all around the 200 kilobytes right so i think i believe it's the file size and then you put it to 200 kilobytes and then you click download and it'll give you high quality images at the size that you want but with that weight uh being taken into consideration
1: awesome all right, guys. So this uh, this next big thing is, uh, or in the next area, right, is something that um, we work on. It's, it's getting back to the apps part, right? Just finding apps that will do a lot of the services that you want to do in one will help with the weighing it down, right? So I know we just said like, hey, don't use a bunch of apps. But this the next part of it is uh, to increase the conversion rate is like, um, well, one, it's very easy, right? It's just offering free shipping or something like that. But using cart abandonment tactics, right? So if somebody had something in their cart and they're about to leave, having an app or something like that pull up the information um, is going to be a really good way for you to increase that conversion rate. It's uh, one of the apps we use is Sumo S U M O. It does a it's a smart pop up. It also has an abandoned checkout. Um, it also helps with a increasing your average order value. So that's one app that we install that will replace basically three or four other ones. So right, so think about those for whenever you're adding them. Is how can I use one app to do several different things versus uh, like a new app for everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the last part of that is uh, like, again, I think the band and checkout is like one of the biggest numbers that people have is um, how can I uh, uh, eliminate somebody leaving here? Well, those apps will help. But also for me as a consumer, uh, if I don't want to create an account, continuing as a guest is another really, really good way for you to, I don't know, basically just go through that process. I think, you know, Chipotle has this option. I could have made an account, I don't know how many different times with Chipotle, but I'm just like, continue as guest. Like, I just want to get through here and just buy this, right? It's, I know it's not a clothing boutique or apparel, but that's like, that's my good example because I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, oh, thank goodness they don't make me create an account because then I'd have to remember the account and all that stuff. But I'm just like,
0: continue as a guest. Yeah, I, I want to know like that psychology behind that because I feel the same way. When I go to a store, an online store that I've been to multiple times, I, for some reason, don't want to create an account. I just want to continue as a guest. It's like a weird thing that we do. I don't know why. Mm -hmm.
1: When you, as the store owner, you still get the name, email, phone number, whatever, right? They still have to give you that information. Mm -hmm. So you still get that. Don't worry. That's not a big problem. And honestly, as a consumer, the psychology of it is like, yeah, I'm a guest. I don't want to, people don't need my information. They don't need all that. But really, you already have it anyway, and it's going to increase your store conversion rate. So just...
0: I I will say this. With Shopify... And if you enable on your store, you enable uh, Shop Pay and Shop in general, which is the uh, payment system that Shopify uses, that to me is actually better than continuing as a guest or adding my information. So now, because I am a Shop user, so I have the Purple app on my phone, and it links all of the Shopify stores that I buy from, um, because of that, all I have to do is whenever I'm going through the checkout process of any Shopify store, I just input my phone number and it automatically, or not my phone number, my email, and it automatically recognizes that I am a shop user. And it just sends me a code. I put it in real quick and boom, it has all my information. So it's a, at that point, yes, I've created an account, but it's a lot easier because Shopify has has included me in that shop uh, ecosystem where it's just, you input your, your email and it automatically creates a, has all your information already there. You don't have to input like an actual password. Um, so I will say that, that um, it's something that I do regularly um, when shopping at you know any Shopify store. Uh, my shop information just populates automatically almost. Um, so that's also something to, to consider. Um, but even on top of all that, some things that we've alluded in this episode is whenever people add to your cart and then abandon it, more than likely, they were just trying to figure out how much it was actually going to cost at the end, right, with shipping and all that. So one of the easiest ways to get rid of that is by just offering free shipping. You offer free shipping, and you make it obvious throughout your website that you offer free shipping and that they will get free shipping. You're going to mitigate a lot of the the issue of people adding to the car just to find out what the final pricing is going to be.
1: One quick caveat to that, too, is make sure that it's free shipping over a certain amount. Cause I don't want your, I don't want your average order value to go down. No, it's a, that's a probably another episode, but conversion rate go up. Don't worry about, uh, focus on your average order value too, but like focus on your conversion rate, but just uh, make sure it's free shipping over, over your average order value. And that will, that will do both of what we're trying to do here. Yep.
0: Uh, okay. There we go. I think that's it. Um, do you have anything else?
1: I don't have anything else. Oh, I do have something else. Uh, before Christian has this great question of the day. Um, well, hopefully you guys like that and we'll get some start getting some more Instagram DMS on that. But, uh, if you are not subscribed, right, if you're one of those people who uh, likes video, likes to see things, uh, Christian does a lot of tactical things on Shopify, uh, on our YouTube channel. Um, and then I talk more on the marketing side, more ethos and breaking down and actually, uh, show you guys what ad accounts we're working on for clients. So if you are, um, into the video side of things, make sure to go check us out on YouTube. It's just bit branding. Um, and subscribe to us there. We we pump out two videos at least every single week. Um, and have a great community there, and would love to see you guys that way if you're great and in, interested in video.
0: You kind of read my mind. I was gonna say something about that too, because some of the things that we're talking about here in the podcast with these solo episodes are things that we've made videos about in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're more of a visual learner or you want to know exactly some of the apps that we use, then yeah, definitely check out our our YouTube page. Awesome. All right. So question of the day. Um, we talked about this. In this it comes episode. from
1: Susie uh, in Nigeria. <laughs> go ahead, Susie. Yeah.
0: Uh, we want to know how many apps do you have in your Shopify store? I, I'm going to be really—I'm oh, just very curious because I, whenever I heard that someone has 75 apps, I was kind of in shock. I've never seen that before. We've worked with—I don't know—100 plus Shopify stores. I've never seen anyone have 75 apps. But I'll be curious to know how many apps do you have on your Shopify store? To answer this question, you just have to go to our Instagram, send us a DM at Bit branding B I T B R A N D I N G. All right, Did guys. Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You spelled it
1: correctly. I know. It's a it's a tongue full there. Yeah. <laughs> um also uh thank you guys so much for listening. Uh we really do appreciate it. Um even if there was just one person we know hopefully this is helping you out. So thank you for listening and uh as always we will have a new episode for you every single Monday. So have a great week. That's a wrap. Before you go screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram stories at Bit branding, and let us know what you thought about this episode. And next, make sure to leave us an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and continue to improve the podcast for you. All right, guys, have a great day, and we'll talk to you next week.